Hey, everybody, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Ellensburg Post Podcast. On this episode, we interview Pat Kelleher of Kelleher Motors and candidate running for Kittitas County PUD Commissioner 1. Let's welcome Pat Kelleher. Hey, everybody. Uh, Michael Richard. Today, we're with Pat Kelleher uh, of Kelleher Motors and um, running for PUD County Commissioner. Did I get that right, Pat? Uh, PUD Commissioner Position 1. Okay, there we go. Well, I just wanted to sneak in, kind of find out more about Pat Kelleher um, and uh, he's Kelleher Motors um, have been you had mentioned that they are the third oldest Ford dealership in the US Pat is that yeah as best as we can tell we're the third oldest continuously owned uh, Ford dealership in the in the United States uh, the oldest is, was started in 1903. We were started in 1911 by my grandfather here in Ellensburg. Uh, the first uh, building was the Reed Building, which is uh, south of the recycle shop, bicycle shop there on Main Street. And that's, that's where they started. And they actually had a bicycle shop to begin with. <laughs> actually, I was going to ask you that. I heard that your grandfather, great-grandfather, the Kelleher... Dynasty started as a bicycle shop, and um, yeah, I don't know, pretty impressive. I think as a legacy business in the area. Um, so before we get started, Pat, tell me, tell me just a little bit about yourself. Uh, I was born here. Uh, I'm one of nine kids, seven boys, two girls. Uh, I'm number eight out of nine. I grew up in Ellensburg, went to school here, and graduated from uh, Ellensburg High School, went on to the University of Washington with a Navy scholarship, and then uh, graduated and, and uh, continued in the Navy for seven years, and then came back to Ellensburg and, and continued in the reserves with the Navy and um, retired as a commander. And, uh, and I've had various jobs since I've been back at Ellensburg. I've worked for the family dealership. I've managed a uh, campground down in store down in Vantage. I've managed a, uh, the Chevron at the South Inter Interchange. And um, have developed a, from my time in Vantage, have developed a strong uh, What's the best way to put it? A acumen. Uh, well, I just I just enjoy public recreation and public access to recreation, and uh, there was this thing called the relicensing or competition for the Priest Rapids Dam and Wanapum Dam that started in 2001, and one of the components of that competition was a recreation plan for the shoreline from uh, basically Rock Island Dam down to the tail race of Priest Rapids Dam. So, so almost Wenatchee to Vernita Bridge. Pat, let me, let me interrupt for a second. 
I was I was just wondering what is it about outdoor recreation? Why do you why are why are you drawn to to that activity? Well, I don't hunt or fish, but I do enjoy camping. I do enjoy going down to the river. And when my kids were young, I have four kids, two boys, two girls, and um, I just enjoyed taking them out to be along the river. It didn't have to be developed, you know, it didn't have to be wild world water slide or Disneyland. It was just more enjoyable to, to go down to the, to the river where the sand dunes are. And um, what I found was access getting closed off. Uh, you had to know the secret handshake to get to some pieces of land. And, uh, it, you know, I pass that on to my kids, but, uh, you know, for the, for the public in general, you know, they have a right to that. And, and it was getting closed off and privatized where it shouldn't have been. Hmm. Okay. All right. And um, when did you, when was, was your interest drawn, drawn to the um, PUD director? Uh, um, Commissioner? Yes. So this is the, 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 you've run in the past for this position. So what what drew you to decide to do this? Well, I mean, what, what's your interest in being a part of this group? Well, it, that, that's a very excellent question. I've, I've run twice before. This is my third race. Um, it it mixed very closely to participating in the competition for Wanapum and Priest Rapids Dam because even though I was there for the recreation component, I saw the other components that went into this competition and I could read what was filed, the comments that were filed, the studies that were, were, that were done. I actually went out on one of Grant PUD's boats in observed a, a fishing survey that they did along the shoreline at night where they'd electric shock the fish and count them and for their studies. Uh, and it was just, uh, I really got into the process and, and so you saw what was really involved in the competition and that was who's going to get the power, the electric power that these dams generate. And so I saw the Yakima Nation compete for power. I saw the uh, Pacific uh, Power compete for a mere three months, and then they entered a settlement with Grant, uh, and they sweetened the pot fifty million dollars in three in three months. Um, this is big. The the dams on the Columbia the Columbia River from uh, below Chief Joseph's Dam to the tail race of of uh, Priest Rapids Dam, about 150 miles. That is controlled, the shoreline is controlled by an organization called FERC. They are back, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, they are back in Washington, D.C. and they authorize all non-federal dams. Okay, so that's about 1,200 dams nationwide. They come out of the 1920s, out of, you know, after World War I, uh, progressive area. There was a lot of fighting as to who would control damming up a river. 
you know, is it the town that it's next to? Is it the county it's next to? Is it the state it's in? Is it the state it's in? You know, is it Washington and Oregon? Is it Washington and Canada? And so this this FERC, which was the Federal Power Commission, um, was giving the was giving the power to make these decisions. And in the way it it still is today, FERC, you know they occupy the field. So along the shoreline where a private dam is, they occupy the field. Yes, county commissioner, we understand your comments. We'll take them under consideration. But when FERC rules, that's what is put in place. And that their ruling comes out in the form of a license. So it will have various components, simplified, down to recreation, they specified that the Vantage boat ramp would have nine picnic tables. Okay, if if people keep stealing the picnic tables at Vantage and there was only seven, you could write FERC and say, hey, there's only seven picnic tables at Vantage. And FERC would write Grant and go, Grant, have you read your license recently? And I think it says, says you need nine there, and uh, somebody says you only have seven, let us know. Pat, how many people, like, understand that? Uh, Like, what percentage of the folks that use the Vantage area for recreation understand that process? Uh, Uh, Probably one. Okay. (laughs) And that would be me. Okay. But, But through that process, now let's take it out bigger. The Vantage boat ramp through this process got dredged to the tune of a million dollars. So now if you pull your boat out of the Vantage boat ramp, um, you are benefiting from a FERC license. So how is that going to, let's say you, you get elected and you apply for the license for the dam you get it, how will I benefit as, as a PUD customer? Will my rates go down? Uh, how, how, am, how is that going to make me sleep better at night? Well, the, we're kind of jumping to the end of the game and it's a long, it's a long game. The, uh, uh, Rock Island provided roughly $32 million in profit to Shellan uh, last year. What did they do with that funding? They use that funding. They're very clear on it. You can listen to their videos. They use that funding to subsidize their rates. Okay. So they have the cheapest rates in the, in the nation. And they, they even say, no, it costs us more to supply the power to our residential customers, about twice as much as the three cents they're paying but we use our profits to subsidize their rate. They're very straightforward. They also subsidize, or they are very heavy in the telecommunications. Mm, uh, okay, so a PUD can get into? Broadband. Rural, rural broadband um, and telecommunications, um, other other. Whole, Utility, uh, utility. A, 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 PUD, a PUD under state law can do sewer, water, electric, oh. 
and wholesale communication. Wow. Those are the those are the four four items they can do. But what what I want to do is step back and and my experience from the Wanapum process. The one thing I took away from that is building a public record. And and Grant was very concerned about building a record in front of FERC for their position. And that's what competing for Rock Island is going to involve is 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 building a public record to put in front of FERC and have FERC evaluate it. And their evaluation is based on what uh, proposal is in the best public interest. Okay. Well, I know if only one person is competing, Shalan, they win. Wait, you said they you said that they were building a public record to compete. What does that mean? What is a public record? What is well, that? Well, first you got to tell FERC that you're here. We want to compete. Second of all, you got to tell them about your economic situation in, in Kittitas County compared to your adjoining uh, uh, neighbors. Third, you need to tell them what you're going to do with the power. Chelan. Okay. Okay. So it's a proposal. It's a proposal. Okay. And Chelan proposes, if they use the same proposal, is we're going to sell them power on the open market and use it here in Chelan County. Greed is basically their proposal. What I'm recommending as our proposal is to use that power since it, the fuel is the falling water and the fuel belongs to the state of the Columbia River belongs to the state of Washington. So why shouldn't our falling water, the energy, the fuel be used to help the state? So we're going to use a majority of that fuel to generate electricity and send it to K through 12 schools who currently have a power supply that maybe has a 40, 30 to 50% mix of coal-fired uh, fuel. And those are, those are schools in Washington State. Yeah, if, if you're a customer of PSE, okay. you, you're, you're, your your okay. fuel supply is is thirty percent coal driven. If you're Pacific Power, your fuel supply is fifty percent fuel driven. Now, under Washington State law, that's the the Clean Energy Initiative. They need to either divest out of the coal or pay very heavy penalties to continue to have the coal-fired plants moving forward. I mean, to the point where it just doesn't make sense to have them. Uh, very stiff penalties. So, so what I want to do is use our river to displace that power. And it's very easy to do. The BPA, the BPA does it. That's how Grand Coulee power got distributed throughout the state of Washington. They use postage stamp rates. It's kind of a counting thing. Um, so it can be done. Uh, how I want to hold the dam is currently be, being done by another PUD, uh, where all the, basically the benefits flow to uh, BPA. Um, and then we just want to take our slice off the top. I say, I say it's going to go into a pot of gold, but other Seattle uh, power company they call it a rate stabilization fund they give it a, a good little name where basically they put money in there that lowers people's electrical costs so so we'll we'll fund this pot of gold 
from Rock Island Dam and distribute it to the people of Kittitas County. Now we're very unique. We have three power companies here in, in Kittitas County. Uh, most people just have one as a monopoly uh, or possibly two. So, so there's, there's, there's some laws and stuff that you gotta work around. Uh, but I'm sure if we offered uh, Puget Sound Energy a, a large check, they'd figure out how to get it to their customers in Kittitas County. Okay, that's great. It sounds like you've uh, done quite a bit of homework on all of this, Pat. So, uh, you know, we wish you the best and um, appreciate you taking the time to. Well, you know, in, go. In, in what I would like to close, Mike, in that, you know, if I saw someone at a ballot drop box, I'm not as concerned about how they voted. The question that I want to ask is, do you know what I wanted to do? I want to go after Rock Island Dam. Okay, this is a 50-year opportunity. And if you just answer, yes, I, I know what you wanted to do, then I'm happy. And that's, that's, that's what I want, you know, to get the word out that, that this is a 50-year opportunity and, and you can make a difference with your vote. That's great. Amazing. All right. Thanks again. Thanks, Pat. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Well, a big thank you to Pat for joining us on this episode. And thanks for listening.